Your news programme every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. It looked like a celebration. And indeed it was received by many as such when Seoul announced rather surprisingly, that it had managed to reach a comfort deal with the Japanese government on December 28th. But very quickly, former comfort women uh, who were exposed and in fact imposed upon them this practice of sexual slavery by the Japanese under colonial era conditions came out vociferously in opposition to the agreement and they were followed by various activists. So uh, last Wednesday a group of student activists organised a sit-in right next to that Comfort Women statue that stands in front of the Japanese embassy and they've been protesting the deal for the past six straight nights amid rumours in the press and comments from the official Japanese government that it is hoping to have that statue Removed Now, Ms. Mindy Kotler is from the Director of Asia Policy Point in the U.S. and joins us on the line. Good morning to you from Seoul. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, well, good, thanks. I think for a lot of onlookers, it's been a confusing few days because obviously we need to take into account the feelings of the victims in this, but a lot of people seem to just want closure with Japan on an issue that obviously didn't affect them personally. What's your stance? Well, it's a very complicated uh, issue. One of the problems is being sold as an agreement regarding the comfort women, when in reality it is merely uh, an arrangement between Korea and Japan to, to set aside the comfort women issue so they can go forward on the range of of economic and political and diplomatic issues. It's mainly because there is no physical written agreement. I'm not sure if people understand that. Uh, there is no agreement. It's really a roadmap toward an agreement. So yes, the comfort women uh, survivors have a right to be upset because their voices were not heard, which is contrary to all contemporary understanding of peace and reconciliation and, and uh, war, war crimes negotiations. But this agreement is really not about a peace and reconciliation. It is to remove an issue to the side. So as that fact, it, it hopefully will be successful in putting the issue in a calmer and quieter area which so it can be resolved. And the women can be consulted. Yeah, I mean, for years what we were saying was that the, these women, these victims, wanted compensation and, more importantly, a recognition by the Japanese government, an apology. It did appear via the Japanese foreign ministry uh, that Shinzo Abe, the prime minister, was apologetic, that he was remorseful. Whether or not we take those words on face value and uh, look beyond them and the sincerity... Those words did arrive. What we then got from the victims was the demand for legal consequences. What, what exactly could Seoul agree, if they were to go back to the table, that would be satisfactory? Well, 
I think one thing that needs to be truly understood, it really is un- inconsequential what the Prime Minister of Japan says. He is not the head of the country. The cabinet is the head of the country. He can say whatever he wants, but if that is not approved by the cabinet or the diet, though a, a diet uh, approval gets a cabinet approval, it's not an official governmental anything. It's mainly Prime Minister Abe as if when he sends um, a, a tree or an offering to the Yasukuni Shrine, he sends it as Prime Minister and then turns around and says, I'm giving it personally. So it's nice that he had a, a variation of a sentence in the Kono statement as an apology, but in the way to get it legally official is to get the cabinet to approve it or the diet to approve it. And that the government of Korea needs to press for. And the government of Korea needs to press to listen to the the words of the comfort women. And they need to make sure that there is no conditionality in this agreement. But then again... Will we remove... Yes. I was just going to say, yes. then again, from a personal perspective, it doesn't seem that Shinzo Abe has been entirely sincere with reports coming out of, of him golfing just before this, this agreement. This is a, a government-to-government um, diplomatic document. Sincere is not the word you're looking for. <laughs> I, I think we need to take the emotional and the personal out of it. Mm. The idea is to reset the relationship between Korea and Japan. Yeah, um, but if, if the then, Prime Minister's then, not... Then some thought has to be given to mm. the issue of the sort of reconciliation. And the for smartest thing that Korea can do is to go to the um, he- countries that were affected by the comfort women, and that would be Indonesia, Australia, uh, Britain, France, uh, Taiwan, Malaysia, Vietnam, and that they they go about this as, so the apology is a, as a unified apology. Yeah, I th- that's an excellent point. You've made several very good points there. Just quickly to pick you up on the Shinzo Abe one, just to put that one to yes. bed. If... However, he is lacking sincerity, to use that word, and I think taking the emotion out of it would be very helpful. Uh, does that suggest that it would be very challenging to get the Diet to, uh, to move forward, if that's the Prime Minister's view? No. Um, the Prime Minister is president, head of the ruling party, the majority party. What they say goes. Uh, if they tell them that they have to vote uh, as a bloc, for this, that's what happens. This is a diplomatic political agreement. It's not to be personal. It's not to be emotional. Mm. It's supposed to be clear and rational. Yes. And now drawing on the second part of what you were saying there, Mm -hmm. the Korean government maybe has an opportunity here because of what Japan's saying about this statue outside the embassy, kind of making it a precondition. Seoul is insisting that was never a precondition for... Uh, an agreement to go right. ahead. Maybe that's an opportunity to to go back to square one and take it to the international community without losing face. W- what would you suggest? It's not a question of going back to square one. Is that there were many things undone. There was a rush to get something said before the end of the year, and um, now they're having they're going into the court of public opinion. I'm fighting it out, and the Japanese are trying to uh, embarrass 
and cajole the the Koreans and also pander to their right wing. What should be cons- and this does, I believe, as you say, bring it to the international community's attention. What country could a get a, could be allowed to pander to deny our history? Where some where the the Germans would never be allowed to, to do that. The Rwandans would never be allowed to do it. The South Africans. Uh, to say that this history didn't exist. And so it's the duty of the international community to step up and mm. say, um, this, this happened, and you, you cannot be allowed to pander to that community. And in any peace and re- reconciliation agreement also gives, uh, uh, says that history must be taught and learned and uh, People need to incorporate it in their understanding of, of each other. Ms. Collar, that th- is missing from the agreement. Th- thank you so much for your explanations and making some very salient arguments there. I hope this has been helpful. Well, I hope so as well going forward. Thank you very much, Mindy Kotler from Asia Policy Point. And... I said a few days back uh, on the back of this agreement that leaving it in Seoul's hands, politically speaking, even you know, even if we remove the emotion from it, it does perhaps exclude the international community to a point where where any agreement is is, is going to not perhaps reach to the core of this suffering that wasn't just about Korea, although Korea bore a great brunt of it. And if we bring the international community on board, the pressure upon Japan to do the right thing may be such that that in the lifetimes of these victims, maybe we can believe a solution can be found. But how do we engage the international community? We'd love to hear your suggestions. You can text us, pound or sharp, 1013 for 51 per message. You can email us, efmthismorning at gmail.com.